Welcome to the Cackalack Panthers Chat Podcast, coming to you quasi-live from the Gate City. Folks, we are the official, unofficial Carolina Panthers Podcast. The statements made on this show do not necessarily represent the opinions of those individuals making them. Opinions may change on the fly, after conscious deliberation, or for no reason whatsoever. And finally, as Mel likes to remind us, we are grossly unqualified to give our opinions on professional football players, but we in no way let that stop us or even give us pause. My name is Adam. I am one of your three hosts tonight. We also have a special guest here with us. BK is here, Blake, our special guest, and we have Mel. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. BK, who is tonight's sponsor? Thanks, Adam. Tonight's sponsor is this year's Gold Digger of the Draft. That's right, Will Levis's girlfriend. She took the annual award with her side-eyed looks and disappearance once he fell right out of the first round. Seems like she dropped him faster than Ted Ginn Jr. dropped passes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you for doing it again, BK, since we forgot to record it the first time. It's not as funny the second time around. Not, not so much, but uh, still, still a great sponsor there. So, guys, we all know why we're here. It is the post-draft podcast. Bryce, Bryce, Brape. <sighs> Bryce, Bryce, baby. That's right, BK. We took Bryce Young at number one. What are your thoughts? I was excited for us to pick him. As it got closer to the draft, I became more and more convinced that he was the guy we needed to take. And everything I've seen from him about him since has just gotten me more and more excited. He just seems like calm, cool, collected, smart, ready to play, prepared for this. And short. And short. He's short, (laughs) but we knew that. We knew that. But, um, I I mean, he just seems like he's got a great head on his shoulders, a great support system. You're going to need all that if you're going to be a franchise guy. And, I mean, he's been short since he was kicking some butt in the SEC. And, you know. Very true. It didn't stop him from competing. Y'all have heard me talk college football and my opinions of them. You know, if you've been playing the way he played in the SEC – winning national championships, Heismans. I mean, you know, he didn't shrink between winning the Heisman and national championships. I, I did tell Adam earlier, I was watching a video and Steve Smith was interviewing him and he made Steve Smith look kind of big. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Steve Smith's stockier, so he was, if they were he was sitting stockier. down, you wouldn't be able to they tell. They were sitting down. Yeah. And he's a lot. Yeah. You think he could just sit down behind the line and we could just make him the same size as everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Mel, what what did you think of the pick? I agree with BK. I was um, kind of torn at first because, you know, we were talking for a while, and I kept going, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, C.J. And I couldn't make a decision because I was like, do you go with the better football mind or the better athletic specimen? And I was really conflicted with that. But then, like BK, as time got closer and you started to hear more and more about him, how well he did on the S2, um, that kind of thing, I started – really thinking that that will be our draft pick and I'm excited for it. Blake? I, I think that S2 really hurt Stroud. Is, yeah. Is, is yeah. What, what that was. And then I, I'm hopeful. I'm a little scared. <laughs> but but he, he, he does have the intangibles. He's got the touch. He's got the smarts. 
and he seems to be able to execute. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'll echo all those points. I I was on the fence about which one I wanted, even going back to the podcast with Catman Jr. You know, wasn't really really willing to commit at that time. Think I was leaning more towards Stroud, but as things went on, I don't know if this was a kind of a subversive full court press, media press by the Panthers, or maybe it was Bryce Young's folks too, um, meaning the people in his uh, in his back that have his back, uh, but. You know, it just seemed like over the course of the two to three weeks leading up to the actual draft that people were really kind of getting on board with Bryce Young being the number one pick. The S2 cognitive exam, I mean, it sounds like, you know, he's, he has perhaps the highest score ever there. Um, you know, the you know if you listen to the coaches, it's really all about the tape for them and the execution. Uh, just, you know, seeming to be or have rather pro type habits already and you know of course speaking to the intangibles you guys referenced um just a smart guy i think he graduated from alabama in three years the three years that he was there um you know his dad psychologist kind of been harping on him from a a young age how to keep his cool and calm and that seems to clearly come through in the way that he plays the game so you know like you blake i'm hopeful um kind of holding my breath a little bit or feeling like that. I think we all will be until we get a few weeks into the season and really see what he's capable of. I I do think the Panthers are going to still be a run first team with him as the quarterback initially. You know, I think they're going to want to really push the ball that way and kind of ease him in. Um, But it's, it's an exciting time with him at the quarterback position. You know, there was a lot of conversation with us, uh, coming into this, you know, was it too much to give up? Um, you know, was it the right decision? Could there have been other serviceable quarterbacks there at the nine or maybe moving up to three and, you know, not giving up so much? But at the end of the day, I got on board with this being the best choice for the Panthers. I, I saw an article today that went on to talk about, you know, you know, there, of course, we could all be second guessing down the road, you know, a hindsight's 2020, obviously. But right now, Bryce Young's the best quarterback coming out of college. And who else could you want besides the best quarterback coming out of college well, yeah. at this point in time, given where we're at? So if if it works out, you know, that's a that's a huge if uh, it will look like a, a phenomenal trade on the part of the Panthers to get into that position and take him. And, and I think a lot of people's hang up was giving away DJ Moore. But I, I think Adam Thielen's more than good replacement. For, uh, yeah. If he if he stays healthy. If he's healthy. Yeah, I don't think he's DJ Moore, but I think he's. I don't think you need DJ Moore necessarily. Yeah, I but think I, I think he's had like thirty touchdowns over the last three years. Yeah, he's like not that. the player that he used to be. But even if he's an eighty-five to ninety percent of DJ Moore, given what we needed to do, not having a quarterback being on the quarter quarterback carousel for the last few years really having nobody since cam was actually healthy i'm not even going to say going back to 2020 but i mean when no. cam was healthy and produ- and producing you know it, it's just not been a, a really serviceable team you know not making the playoffs not having winning records uh it starts at the quarterback position you know so while i hated everyone in panther nation hated to see dj Moore go i think all things considered and on balance if you were to say like yeah you could get get rid of DJ Moore, but get the best quarterback in the draft, recover some of that with Adam Thielen. I think most of us looking back now would be like, yeah, I take that. 
Yeah. And I think it played out in our favor to have a quarterback class that was not that people were more on the fence about because I don't like next year. I think people are more cemented in their views about um, Caleb Williams. Drake May. May. Yeah. And 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 I I like Drake May. I really have liked him. I like his moxie and everything else. But um, next year. You probably, generally speaking, the first team, the the team to finish first is the one is that's quarterback needy. So this was not going to happen, not going to be able to happen necessarily next year. We'll see. I'll just say to this, and I'm going to turn this over to BK because I know she's got some things to say about this. You know, uh, for this to be, I, I don't think this was a, a this was a, a really good quarterback year. I mean, for three of the top four picks to go QBs, I, I think that speaks to how good a quarterback class this was. As compared to last year, where I was pushing Malik Willis, <laughs> um, but but some some uh, probably better minded folks on on the pod uh, were saying that that was not a very good class. It'd be a reach to go get him at one or two or wherever I was saying, you know. Um, but um, but but you know that this was going to be a really good class, and I think all in all, it's borne that out. I mean, the first quarterback to go in last season, you know, in the draft was Kenny Pickett. And that was at like 16 to Pittsburgh. So I, who knows what time will bear out, mm-hmm. you know, but it does seem like this was a good class. BK was on that train for a while and I'm sure she's got some thoughts there. Yeah. Y'all know, I'm not going to say Drake May is any good. So, <laughs> well, you can be wrong or uh, not about that, but um, no, seriously. I mean, people had been saying for a while, this was the class and, the trade that we made was remarkable for a couple of reasons, but we didn't have to finish last and get the number one pick. And I I will say this, the other thing that I think has been really um, exciting is a lot of the other moves. I mean, Blake, you mentioned Adam Thielen, but I mean, we've made a lot of pretty key moves and rumors are that there's more to come potentially, Um, you know, picking up other people who can come in and help you know, I, I think our team top to bottom is already way better than it was last year. Now, again, with the quarterbacks, you know, again, we, we always say anything can happen with a draft mm-hmm. class. But I just feel like one thing that really stood out that Catman said that actually kind of got me turning towards Bryce was when people win, like you can't really take that away from them. And I mean, most of the players who like, really succeed in the NFL, a lot of the quarterbacks, at least, it seems like they've got, you know, they don't just, you know, all of a sudden start winning when they get to the NFL. Most of them have been pretty big time winners, you know, and, you know, that's, that's part of why, you know, granted, Malik was at Liberty and he wasn't a winner. So that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, no, no. The exception of Tom Brady, I guess. (laughs) Well, of course. Again, there are exceptions all the time, but I mean... It helps you, to be a winner. It helps to be a winner. I mean, I don't think that that's something that you suddenly like figure out once you turn and professional. And he's been winning everywhere he's been. Everywhere he's yeah. been. Everywhere he's been. And, you know, I I was similarly kind of going back and forth between Stroud and Bryce Young till the last couple, like two to three weeks, yeah. you know. But one thing, it seemed like he had all the stats and he had all the ability, but like, the ability to win a big game didn't seem to be one of the things he had and that Ohio state kind of kept falling a little bit short while he was there. And they had tons of ability and like 
key players around him at Ohio State. And granted, Alabama always has incredible players around them. But Although they said this year, and I don't watch Alabama. Mm-hmm. I don't watch college football for the most part, but you know, they said that he didn't have the supporting cast that Alabama usually has. And and I think that that's a fair assessment, but I mean, you just look at I mean, high school he was winning, college he was winning. Now, I I don't I there was a part of me that said the last time we had a Heisman winner who went so high in the draft, but I forgot about Baker and we had him. He was a Heisman winner oh, who went real high in the draft. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I kind of, I, I think with Cam, there was a little bit more of the, like, he has the physical abilities to, like, maintain. That's and, most of what he had. Right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, he was too a winner. I mean, you True. know, national Correct. championship, Heisman trophy winner. And I just feel like he I mean one of the things that I do find really um comforting about what I've seen from Bryce Young is just like even his like interview abilities he doesn't seem overwhelmed he doesn't seem like I can't handle this spotlight he still seems like I I like kind of the enthusiasm I I I don't know if you guys have seen the video where they they showed him his locker and he's like, it's so big. This is so cool. And it was like, that's cool. You know? And, yeah. I mean, it's like he turned to his parents like, this is so big. This is cool. So it's not like he's like not recognizing that this is a big deal. Uh, yeah. I would have to think Alabama probably has I, better facilities than the fans I bet they do. They probably have amazing facilities. But like he hasn't, like he just seems always prepared for the interview, always like calm and like mm-hmm. not phased by I'm being interviewed by this person. I've just been the number one pick. And I just feel like those traits are going to be so helpful as a quarterback well, in the NFL. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know if y'all have seen all this, but I'm getting sick and tired of the national media going on and on about how Indianapolis Colts won the draft because they picked Anthony Richardson. Like yeah. where before who was saying that now, Granted, I would have taken Anthony Richardson, not at one, but no. I wouldn't have been unhappy with that pick, just not at one. And and I hope he turns out to be great and all that. But how can you – he has the physical traits, true. But you – to me, with the quarterback, it seems to me, and y'all can tell me if you disagree, that processing ability and the ability to see the field is something like you're either born with it or you're not. You can get better at it and hone it, but it's, it's just like being a – you know, some crazy mathematician, you know, you don't just become some crazy mathematician because you do all these math problems in school. You're just born with that kind of stuff. So that's, he's got that intangible that, that most quarterbacks don't, most of them don't have. And that will help him stay healthy. I think because we've seen, we had the biggest quarterback in the league for a while and, and we saw how he, his career ended, you know, with Anthony Richardson, I, yeah, Clearly, Bryce has those intangibles, but with him, I, I think the the uh, I, I think it'll just time will tell what he has. And I don't think he started playing QB until like his junior year of high school or nope. something like that. No, no, he started when he was he started playing Pee Wee or whatever it was when he was like seven, and he was a wide receiver. Uh, but then there something happened with their quarterback or whatever, and so they said, "Hey, you want to play quarterback?" And he's like, "I don't." I'll give it a shot. But and I thought that did. was in high school, though. I'm pretty sure that was in high school that he started being the the quarter. In fact, I know because I watched a video where he caught some ridiculous catch as a wide receiver on his high school team, and it was just 
unbelievable like one-handed catch and uh people are like ooh and on but then the then the quarterback got injured and i think it was it was either his sophomore or junior season long story short there is just that i think you could time that, yeah. time will tell if he will be uh, if his quarterback acumen will add up to the physical traits and and i think he'd be well served to sit a year behind the qb that's there and just learn the system and how to i don't be, think he needs to he's how, too smart he doesn't need you're to talking sit about who, who are you talking about anthony richardson oh I'm that's sorry. what i'm talking about oh i'm sorry yeah yeah no 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 and um, bryce young better not yeah. be no, yeah. no 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 I, that's what i'm saying for anthony richardson there the colts i just, i think he'd be served well by by sitting yes. back for a year seeing what it takes to be an nfl qb and then coming in after yes. that i mean patrick mahomes did that who, who's and, he sitting behind is it ellinger oh i don't remember who the colts it was ryan right he yeah and yeah he's out I think yeah no, he's no, no he, Matt Ryan's he's still there no Matt Matt Ryan's done is he I think so I don't know clearly we don't follow the Colts that I, well no we don't but anyway if the option presents itself you know I, I think he'd be well served I mean Patrick Mahomes did that behind Alex Smith it I, I don't know if that was the difference maker but clearly he he seems to have benefited from that when he first came out into the league and uh, I think Anthony Richardson could could be the same, but nonetheless, I don't think anybody's disputing that he has the highest ceiling, you know. But he potentially could have the lowest floor too. Sure, sure. Um, but you know, well, and to add to that, the Panthers are not in a place where we could take that kind of risk at quarterback. I agree with that. That yeah, that to me is the biggest. He's a swing for the fences and see what mm-hmm. happens. Right, and and we're we're starting off down three runs in the ninth. We can't be swinging for the fences. Yeah. We need to get some base runners, yeah. and we need a solid. You got solid doubles. Exactly. We need someone who's going doubles, hitting for you know, hitting over three hundred, not one fifty, and you know forty home runs. I don't think that. I think that he will definitely translate well into the NFL. I think the only question mark for him is, will he hold up? Bryce Young, you mean? Yes, Bryce Young. Yeah. I don't think he, there's going to be any... In my mind now, there's no question about his play, his playmaking ability and how well he's going to do that way. Here's the thing that I don't think gets covered enough in the media and their analysis of Bryce. I mean, I do think, you know, they, they, they lay on the accolades, of course. But at every level, and I think this is a true sign of someone who's very, very good, elite at what they do, is at every level that he's played at, his game is elevated. It's not like he was just a great high school quarterback, got to college, kind of pewtered out, which happens from time to time. You're a great physical specimen. You overcome some of your deficiencies uh, at, in the high school game due to your athleticism, et cetera. But every, everywhere he's gone, he's, he's elevated his game, made other people around him better. I think that's why he's the best player for the Panthers right now. And, and that's why I'm glad we picked him. Yeah. But he's not the only person that we picked in this draft. Did you guys know that? Wait, we got other guys too? We picked other people. Did you know that, Mel? No. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask Blake. He's not just going to roll his eyes. Jammy. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jammy. Our second right? pick. It, it's double M's, isn't it? It is double M's. It's. Is that not Jamie? It looks like Jamie, but I've I, heard Jamie, but it's yeah. It's I think it's Jamie. Jamie, but it sure looks like it's spelled Jamie. <laughs> Our second pick was a big pick. Now I think of all the picks that we made, this is maybe the most controversial of all of them. I, I think in Pantherland and amongst some analysts. But BK, what do you think about our second pick? I like our second pick, and. The reason I like the second pick is... Whose name is? Mingo. That's right. <laughs> Mingo was his name-o. <laughs> From Mississippi State. 
Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Oh. Yep, yep, oh. yep. What, here's what I like about it. You know, uh, Bryce Young and Mingo, I think, could be quite the tandem for years to come. I like the fact that we've brought in some older wide receivers who can, one, serve as kind of crutches to Bryce as he learns the NFL game. And, you know, they're good. It's not like they're just, you know, people we're throwing out there. They can also teach Mingo, like, the hey, practice habits. here's and... the game, and we're going to bring you up to speed. But, you know, I'll be surprised if we have someone like Thielen playing for us in four and five years. No. Where no. Right. Whereas opposed to, like... I think he's on a one-year deal. I think it's only one or two. I mean, I can't remember, but it's not long. I think it might have been a three-year deal. Oh, was it? Three? I think so. Okay. Well... Still, the the bottom line is you've got two guys. I mean, here's what I like. We picked the number one quarterback. Aside from this being a good quarterback draft, this was a good wide receiver draft. Mm -hmm. It was very strong in those two areas. And although we didn't get the number one guy, he was like fifth or sixth, which, I mean, falling into the second round, you've got two guys who I think moving forward can really build their relationship and in five years, we might be talking about two all-pro guys who've had years together to develop their game and learn from, you know, some other veterans along the way. So I, I know it's controversial, but... Do I you know his metrics? Is he, is he a big dude? He's 6'2". 6'2". 220. Yeah, I mean, four, he's... 4'4", four, 6'. So he's average. 40. Yeah, not mean, for wide receiver. No, no. I, mean, he's, I mean, he's not the tallest, but I mean, he's got good size. And I mean, from what I remember of seeing him in college... He's he, impressive. He, he, he makes some, plays. Yeah, he makes plays. He's a playmaker. Um, so I'm not mad about the pick. I he mean, won't get hand-checked at the line. No, mm -hmm. and I recognize that there are other needs we could have addressed. But at the end of the day, my thought was that was also a need. We got a good player at that position that we still have a need. And going forward, they could be a great tandem. So I'm okay with it. Mel, I know you had different thoughts about where we should have gone. I did. And... You know, I, I did. I kind of believe in best player available. I mean, there are needs, and those have to come first. Like we had to have a quarterback first, and Bryce Young was rated the top player, at, at least according to uh, Dane Brugler, the number one prospect in the entire draft. But I felt like we really needed another edge rusher to go with Brian Burns, and the number thirty-three uh, in the draft. Again, according to Brugler, was the B.J. Ojolari, and he was mm -hmm. still sitting on the board at 39. Mm -hmm. He was ranked number 33 with Mingo ranked number 86 in the draft. So I think that's a big, huge gap there, even if he's wrong a little bit. So I think that since the edge is a much more difficult position to get good players in that position, I would have preferred to see that happen. But at the same time, Agent 89 gave him a stamp of approval, so... That's big. <laughs> it is big. And and I tended to feel the way that you felt about that, Mel. Um, you know, the the Panthers brass and Agent 89, you know, they, they were big on Mingo. Uh, and apparently they were of the mind that if he's there at 39, we're taking him. And he was of the same mindset. I mean, he, he had mentioned that afterwards. So uh, apparently there was a meeting of the minds on some level that he would be the guy that they would go after. So perhaps there's some things there that um, we don't know. And and I think at some level, we got to trust the experts, you know, to do what they do. But I agree, Mel, I, as I was sitting there, I was thinking actually two, two, 
two players to pick would be, you know, either a tight end. There were some very good tight ends mm-hmm. still out there. I thought if you could get your franchise tight end to pair with your, you know, your new franchise QB, that pair up, you know, operates as really a safety valve for most quarterbacks in the league. And that would be a huge deal for rookie QB still trying to figure out the ropes or to your point, bringing in an edge rusher, which, you know, would give you a more dominant defense there. I do think there's the opportunity though, in free agency, and perhaps this is what the Panthers were considering at the time is that I, I think there's some decent edge rushers still out there. Jav- Davion Clowney is still out there. His numbers are not phenomenal, but pairing him with Brian Burns, you know, on a one or a two year deal could be a very workable thing. There's some other guys out there that I think are actually ranked higher, but he just has a big name, you know, uh, being where he was drafted. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm hopeful because I know that we have a lot of cap room and I think we've even got more cap room going into next year, which I think bodes well. Fitter has been pretty crafty in the way that he's uh, done some of his, his workings here, but um, looks like we should be in a good position to pick up someone else. And you get that cap room from having a rookie quarterback. It also helps. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where $30 million comes from or more. Sure. And finally getting all those other quarterbacks off the books. Yeah. And and what is Andy Dalton's getting 10 million over two years or something? It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, to your point, that's, that's the thing that Fitter has been saying all the whole time, get your guy build around him, you know, you know, and that's, Looks like what we're going to do, hopefully. All right. So after those first two picks, we moved along and uh, picked up DJ Johnson, outside linebacker. Blake, what did you think about that pick? Backing up Brian Burns. Not a, not a bad not a bad choice. He, he plays aggressive. You never know when you're going to need him. <laughs> I don't know anything about DJ Johnson. <laughs> Nobody does. Don't feel yeah. bad. Uh, great analysis, Blake. Yeah, it definitely got less exciting after the first two oh, picks. Sure. Um, you know, you heard a lot in the fandom, a lot of moans and groans about picking up DJ Johnson, especially to move up to take him since a lot of people yeah. thought that if that's your guy, he would have been there without moving up. But we did. We gave up some draft capital. And he's there. I definitely think that showed on some level some desperation on the part of the Panthers to be- to create more depth and hopefully um, ability at the linebacker slash defensive end position. Looks like he's definitely the defensive end. It says he weighs 270 pounds. That's that's not a linebacker. That's somebody that's chasing quarterbacks, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they wanted a bigger edge rusher on because Burns is, is smaller and quicker. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen 260. Good, doesn't yeah. have pretty good speed for a big dude. Athletic, Athletically, they say he's off the charts. They say he's a raw talent, though. And, um, you know, some of the criticisms that I've heard is that just – he tends to kind of give up on plays from time to time. He he can bend the edge, but doesn't seem to do much other than that. So um, he'll need to develop as a run blocker. Uh, and I, I think at this stage in his career and at this stage on the Panthers team, he's really likely to be a plug-and-play piece, but he's not likely to be a starter or a um, you know huge contributor in his first year. I, I think the coaching staff looks at him as though this could be a guy – a Hassan Reddick type guy if we work with him and develop him. So weird that we kind of took on a project in my mind with our third pick, uh, especially moving up to take on a project. I will be shocked if he becomes Hassan Reddick. Yeah, I mean, me too. I'm just saying like his his build, his size kind of remind me a little bit of that. Not a gotcha. huge defensive end, um, probably a little bigger than Hassan really, but um, seems to have that athletics, athleticism and, and ability to get to the quarterback based on a, a very limited um, – you know, preview of what I've, I've been able to see. But. Yeah, I, I actually thought this was the most controversial pick. I mean, between moving up and then mm-hmm. selecting him when 
we still had some other needs that I think could have better been addressed at that point. It, it was just surprising. I mean, I don't know. I saw it and I was kind of like, hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, me it was too. like, huh, interesting. And again, this is one of those times, I think, Adam, you said it earlier, where we got to trust the experts and the people who know more than us in this room, which, I mean, that's a lot of people, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully they I, get this right. But I it think... just seemed like an odd move giving up stuff to take him. Yeah, I think we use the term uh, grossly unqualified yeah, to describe our, our analytical <laughs> abilities with regard to uh, NFL players. Uh, he's only six months younger than um, Brian Burns. Yeah, he's an older player too. Also one of the reasons why he was kind of... That's interesting. Yeah, I think he was a fifth-year senior playing this year. He's 24 years old. Yeah. That should be like sixth or seventh year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. COVID and an extra year. He yeah, didn't yeah. finish in three years like uh, Bryce did. No. no he, but they have him listed at tw- the 21st edge rusher. So when we took him, there was, in terms of ranking, there was number, um, let's see... 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 still left on the board. And he was 21, the 21st rated edge rusher. So I guess they see something. I mean, who knows? I guess they see something we didn't see. Mel, I just think you need to start bringing out your own analytics and just, you know. Yeah. Help us out, man. Maybe if you were contributing more on that end, you know, the Panthers might be making better draft decisions. I think Mel should be in the room next draft saying like, y'all, Wouldn't what are we be doing? Oh, I do you think that, it would be fun. You know that one chick in the room that always makes the call and yes. everything? They're like, let's have a woman make the call. Yeah. The only problem I have with that is that everybody in those rooms is always congratulatory about every everything. Pick. Yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> they're like, true. They're no like, one's ever gotten anything wrong. Yeah. No. No one's ever been like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like, home run again. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it today. Yeah. 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 So are, is there anyone else drafting? Because I just feel like we're picking up everybody, you know, all, all the best players. So, well, from, you know, from our man, uh, DJ. We go to Chandler Savala, or Zavala, the guard in North Carolina State. This was actually a pick that I liked. I thought, you know, I didn't know much about this guy coming into the draft. Um, I've read some good things about him since. Play beside Icky in college, I think, is is a good sign. But more than anything, more than anything, I think he adds depth to the offensive line. I think we're going to need it. Blake was talking before we got onto the pod that we were like the 13th or 14th best Offensive line, I think we're probably even better than that late into the season, you know? And I think he's he's backing up Corbett, who had ACL surgery. Corbett yes. is not going to be in early in the season. So definitely some draft, uh, you know, drafting for need there, I think, in terms of depth, uh, potential development maybe down so the road. he's going to be trial under fire for the late first game he, or two. He probably, probably is. I think that might be some newer movement on our end. I think they're hoping Corbett will be ready no they're, frank wright said today today, no, today today or yesterday that he's going to miss a few weeks into the season they don't know how this is going to go he's a big guy saying that significant. In may? like what why say that in may I, just, I, I think they know already though i mean um, you know traditionally uh, an acl tear was a year-long recovery that's that's like a Beth, Beth knows better than staff. the rest of us yeah yeah for me <laughs> in 1997 it was a year-long yeah. thing yeah and i did not have the su- i had great support thank you Wake forest <laughs> but uh it was not the i mean you you see guys come you do see guys coming back in six seven yeah, eight, eight months, months. At i this agree point. i said I traditionally yeah. i said traditionally yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. but i think the bigger you are the more 
you know, the more stress it puts on your body. So that's why we got a smaller quarterback. Beth does not weigh eight, 300 pounds. No. Thank you, Blake. She <laughs> no. For those of you who have you, never Beth. seen Beth, you know, because you, know, you can't. She's not 300. She's not 300. Corbett is 305, excuse me, 305. Deuce, yeah. deuce and a half, maybe, yeah. but not He's 300. Two of me. He's probably more than 305 by now. He's yeah. two of me. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> But nonetheless, it's depth on the O-line. I think it was needed depth. I, I think you just kind of do what you can at pick 114. I, I think it's probably a place where we'll also address maybe in free agency still some, you know, maybe some additional depth. I think we're going to need it, um, you know, just to, to weather the the stresses that, um, you know, the season takes. Mel, any thoughts on that? Well, I was just going to add that he was ranked the 77th best player in the draft, and we got him at 114, so I think that's a real good value there. There you that go. That is good value. I didn't know that. That's good to know, actually. Mel had something positive to say, which is <laughs> fantastic. I, 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 look, I was positive overall with the, the whole draft. The, oh, I was. Well, there you go. I am. You know. But I just would have made possibly the wrong pick number 30 I, I was positive I just would have made different decisions yeah and that's all yeah. I, I did a lot of research today just reading about what we've done in the off season and I was surprised what I didn't know all of the people we've signed I know and, yeah. and, and how positive it's been like this team has really improved yeah they're oh. much better I, I think they're going to be very exciting I I think it's going to take a few weeks, especially having like a rookie in quarterback yeah, position. I, I and, mean, I'm not projecting 12 wins, but yeah. like, it's, it's a better team. It's a much better team. And, and Sam Darnold's not playing. Ex- oh, thank you. Jesus. <laughs> or Baker Mayfield. Or Baker. I mean, I'd rather have Sam than Baker, quite honestly. God, Baker. Yeah. I, I agree no, with that, but the no, bar is no, no, so no, low. No, Sam, 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 Sam was just, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good, but... I, and then when, like... Like I think you said earlier, I mean, like the division isn't like no, the strongest. No. It's not like we're competing against like we're not in the AFC East. Yeah, it, I mean, hopefully we got, hopefully we got some wins coming our way. Yeah, I mean the QBs that we're going to be playing are very beatable. Yep. Um, you know, Baker at Tampa, uh, Ritter at Atlanta. Um, really, Car Car is the probably the most difficult. Car maybe we'll see. But yeah. um, I think New Orleans, I don't, I don't think is a better team. Carnes lost a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and I think he's going to a team that's struggling. You know, they've got a lot of salary cap issues. They've got a lot of just other issues. I think they're going to be in a process. Knock on wood, they'll be in a process of rebuilding for several years. So, I think it's a winnable division even now. Hopefully, uh, that it was winnable at seven and ten. I know that's the yeah. thing. It was. Yeah. You're exactly right, Blake. That's it was true. Winnable last year. Yeah, that's true. That's scary. Well, people are with really Sam Darnold saying Atlanta's. Oh, Atlanta just did great in the draft, according to all the analysts and everything. I think that's largely based off their first round pick, the running back they picked up. Yeah, Bijan. Yeah, they get Bijan. Yeah, I mean it's a good pickup for them, and he I sounds mean, sweet, doesn't he? Bijan. Doesn't he have like a, a dog treat or something? Bijan Fries. Bichon. Yeah, yeah. Bichon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I you know yeah I've heard a lot of different things about taking him at eight, which is where they took him, but um, yeah. I mean, he's 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 a clear talent. It just seems like player. a lot to put into, given the needs that Atlanta has. They got a lot of needs. That that they that was a lot, a lot to invest. They but you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, our defense will be able to contain him. So, yeah. all right. Well, our last pick was dun, 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 Jammy Robinson. <laughs> Is it Jamie? It's, I, I think, I think, it's, I think Jamie. it's Jamie. I hear people say both. Do we know? Yeah, it, those are 
people that I think don't we know. should just those say, are Twitterverse people. I think we should just say Jamie. <laughs> I think we should say Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Or we could just say Mr. Robinson oh, yeah. picked up in with our last pick. Mrs. and Mr. Robinson. That's There's right. got to be a Mr. Robinson somewhere. Somewhere. Right? Yeah. All right, safety, Florida State. Mel, let's start with you. You you've not really chimed in I, on the early stuff. I didn't know anything about him until the draft, but I love his moxie. I love how all the fight he has in it. I love him coming out saying there's not 144 better than me. Love it. So I think he's he's perfect for that spot. Blake? All I know about him is I have a Facebook friend that went to Florida State and thinks he's great. Nice. That, that's good enough for me. Nice. That's all I got. <laughs> that's, nice. a, that's good. BK. Nice. So... I watch a lot of ACC football, and he wasn't really on my radar. Okay. Um, the other thing is, and you, I, and you don't think Drake May is any good? No. I there's some there's some hater age he drinks about <laughs> about the May. It's a very I'm, I'm biased checking, opinion. Just checking. No, he, he's not. He, he could be Patrick Mahomes, and he would still be terrible. That's fair. Let's move along from that. <laughs> um. I was a little bit surprised because I didn't see safety as like our biggest need left to address in the draft. Now, I didn't we release CJ Henderson after the draft? No, no, we still got him. We just didn't pick up his fifth year option. Oh, okay. It's like when Let's you shit on a player before oh, okay. the season so that got they, it. you know, okay. they play All better. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I still. So what does that mean if we didn't pick up the fifth year option? It's that just, means he's play, he's under he's, contract he's through under the contract, season, but, but he's he's not under contract following, following the season. According okay. to ESPN, he's a backup. Yeah. So well, so is Jeremy Chin, by the way. I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. But I, with what we have, I didn't see that as a strong need that we had to address in the draft. That was my only concern. Again, I don't know that much about him as a player individually. He could be better than what we've got, but it just seemed as though we weren't really uh, trying to fix a problem by picking him up. And maybe it's adding depth, and I know we've had some injuries with what? Our Wouldn't backfield. that typically be a special teams kind of pick? Perhaps. Yeah, he's probably going to Perhaps. He could be. He's going to he go hit people while he's running. That, the, that, you're, that's you're, probably you may his, be right. That's probably his new job. Yeah, that might be his job. But it, it considering we only ended up with five picks this draft, I just, at, after it, I was like, interesting. Didn't think that's where we'd go with this last pick, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't... I'm so familiar with the 4-3 defense as opposed as opposed to the 3-4 defense that it's hard for me to understand where players play in that role. I mean, since I've been a Carolina Panthers fan, I think that I can only remember one, maybe two seasons where we played a 3-4. It didn't really seem to work, and then we switched back. High school, back. right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's... We did it's, that the whole time before, though. Didn't we just switch? Under that? John Fox, we were 4-3. Underneath Ron Rivera, we were 4-3. It was the 90s. I don't remember. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we've experimented with it from time to time. We've always been a four three defense, though. A Dom Capers. I was. I thought we were three four when Peppers was playing no. for us, and he wanted to go somewhere else that played four three. No, he did want to go play somewhere else that played three four. I think that was yeah Chicago. Yeah, and it's, so we were four three. At yeah, that point, he played he a traditional play D in role. Yeah. Okay. So when you play a four three, you play basically your two, uh, uh, you know, your, your two yeah, middle I guys. Molly's. Yeah, on the inside where Derek Brown plays, mm-hmm. um, and then you play two defensive ends, and then you play three linebackers backing them up. When you play to three four, you only play three on the line. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then you always tend to bring one more down either side, sometimes two more down where you're pressing five. But you, you bring one down or the other down or both down, depending, and then you're dropping, you know, your two or your three in the back. So it just so you're you're relying on like different schemes to create pressure against the quarterback instead of consistently just going to your four guys up front. I think there's some good and some bad to that, and I'm not gonna get into all that here. But the long story short about that is going to to the to the uh, the pickup here of Robinson, I think from what I've read, and difficult for me to say because I'm not in the in the uh, coach's room, but you know they feel like he's going to fit the scheme of being able to play more of a safety role, which will allow Jeremy Chin to drop into more of a hybrid safety slash linebacker, I read that too. which is seems to be where he really naturally fits more. He's and if quick. you're playing four linebackers, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. So. We'll see. I don't understand the scheme yet. I hope to understand it, and I hope it's successful as we go throughout the season. But, um, but yeah, that's why they decide to change. Alvaro, our, they, they, our they, D quarterback, they our, our the, defensive coordinator. They changed the coaches. Yeah, the coaches wanted the change. In other words, okay. Yeah, our, I mean, it's our just defensive new, coordinator. New coaches. Yeah. yeah, so that's his scheme. That's his scheme that he does. So, so with that, we've covered it. I think it was a good draft for us. I think it started at the top. I think we created some depth that some key I, I positions. Read, I read, I read, I Googled um, draft grades and they had straight A's. There were A minuses, there were A's, but they were straight A's. Well, that's, that's fantastic. It. I mean, I count A minuses A's. That, that's how. I mean, we... But how, how, can, how can we forget about the um, the free agents that we signed and, and Bumper Pool? How can you forget about Bumper Pool? Bumper Pool? <laughs> I yeah, also one of our no free agents was his name is Bumper Pool. What? I yes. Know, so that means he was in already in the league. His name was Bumper Pool. No, undrafted free agent. Undrafted. Oh, okay. Uh, Where did okay. he come from? What school? Do you uh, know? Oh, uh, the Hard Knocks. Yeah, Oregon maybe. Oh, a Bumper Pool a duck. That makes sense. He is yeah. a linebacker. Okay. And yeah, his name is Bumper Pool. That's an interesting. He one. fell in the draft, they think, because he had like a, a hip injury or something that kept him out. Same. <laughs> <laughs> that that's why you're here with us today, Blake. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be you know in the weight room. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good name. I I don't know if it's as good as that NBA player. What's his name? Hotu Fat or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm talking <laughs> well, about? Yes. Is I that do. it? It's something like it's, that. I, I don't think that's quite right. There's but no uh, way that's what it is. Oh, no, dude. Yeah, it's, it is. Dude, you should hear the announcers when they're talking about that, dude. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's like little kids were announcing the game, dude. Like, <laughs> Hotu Fat for three. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go with but, Splash. Yeah. Hotu Fat. But we also, and the undrafted free agents, we picked up a lot of local talent. And a lot of people are saying great things about that running back from Appalachian. Well, I know they can score some points. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, by the way, the NBA player's name is Ho You Fat. Ho <laughs> uh, Ho yeah. Too Fat might be even better though. Yeah, yeah. Ho Too Fat, but Ho You Fat's pretty good. Uh, yes, I, like I do that. think I do think I remember the first time they were like, and Ho You Fat for three, and they were like, and yes, that's that's his, his name, name. Yeah. Ho You Fat. <laughs> I, yes, I, I think I do remember Appalachian put up 63 points. On Car- we were watching this in your yard. On Carolina. Yeah. that was, And y'all still won. And, and we won 66-63? Yeah. It was like the second game of the season. If Drake May were a better quarterback, his defense wouldn't have given up so many points. 
I don't think that's how that's that works. That's not how that works? That's not, <laughs> that's not how that works? I'm pretty sure Brian Burns would say if Sam Darnold was a real quarterback, <laughs> we might have won a few more games last year. Touche. Good point. <laughs> All right, BK. So we've covered the draft, but we still have one more topic to cover. What is tonight's fun topic of the week? All right. Our draft version of the fun topic of the week is as follows. A whole bunch of young men are about to get paid with their first NFL contract. If each of you just got drafted, and of course we're all first rounders here, okay? We're talking cash. What would your first purchase be post-draft? Can I go first? Yes, you I, can. I, I, I'm prepared. For I'm this. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Been thinking I, about I, it. I, I want to say like I'd buy my mama a house. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but like, nah, not really. She paid eighty six thousand dollars for her house in like nineteen eighty six. It's fine. She's she's, just, she's got a house. <laughs> so I'm gonna buy a grill. And you're not talking about the one that gets cooked. And you're pointing to be, your teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> not one you cook on. <laughs> and it's gonna have like the team colors in it. Oh, but yeah. like so not diamonds? just diamonds. Like, oh yeah, just but like ridiculous. blue and black diamonds, just ridiculous. That'd be kind of sick. I like it. I like right? it. Why like, not? Yolo, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I would buy the Wienermobile. Oh God, it was here oh. like a month ago. Did you see it? Yeah, when what? I was a kid, I think like you know, because I think if you buy something that's going to be really ostentatious, you know, with mm. your first like real real do money, pe- do people own those? I, I don't know, man, but I feel like you could, well, you know. But here's the thing: when I was little, if you were a first round draft pick, when I was li- when I was little, like seeing the Wienermobile was like blew my mind. I first of all loved hot dogs, and second of all, when you like just saw the hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Still I just, does. I just feel like, you know, you could drive it around, play some music. It'd be cool, man. I never kids, forget the first time I saw it. Yeah, I was driving through I-26 or I-40 in Asheville, and it went the other way, and I just lost my mind. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's <laughs> cool. Dude, it also be And real- it was on Spring Garden like a month ago. Oh, really? It was parked in front of Smoky right? Shays. Oh, I took a picture with my son, and I was holding him, and, and I tagged it and said, how many wieners do you see in this picture? <laughs> I don't think Kristen thought it was that funny, but oh, that sounds pretty good to me. It's on brand, right? Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, but I mean, I also think it'd just be sick to just be like wheeling it up into the parking lot for like OTAs. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I had there was one time I drove from here up to New York, the whole like 85 to 95, and I don't know if it was like Fourth of July weekend or something. I legit saw three Wienermobiles on 95 in different spots. And I literally, by the end of the drive, was like, what just happened? How did I see all the Wienermobiles that exist in one drive? As a it kid, was amazing. As a kid, my head would have exploded. Oh, dude. It, I literally, by the time I saw the second one, I was like, this is weird. The third one, I was like, what is happening? Is it, it possible you stopped to pee? No, no. It was, def- it was like different states. You do drive pretty slow, though. So like, I could see you getting past it. I drive faster than the Wienermobile. I don't know, BK. I don't know. Let's see what Mel's got for us. I, I don't have anything creative, y'all. I would just go on some exotic vacation and spend a ridiculous amount of money on some, you know. A stuffed giraffe. 
So not that. Not that is what I'm getting. Not that. Do crazy. you? Do you have? Do you, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's exotic. Do, yeah. Do you at least have a, a location in mind, maybe, or? I don't know. <laughs> If you'd have been like, Massachusetts, I'd have been like, oh my God. <laughs> Cape Cod. <laughs> it's a lovely place this time of year. Yeah. All right, BK, what about you? So I think I would buy a bunch of land in a really random spot and make like my own little like almost theme park, like place for go karts. I think Michael Jackson already did this. <laughs> Getting a little worried. And I'd invite a bunch of no. kids over. <laughs> they could all spend the night. <laughs> would be amazing we could call it for, that we could call it forever everland <laughs> holy smokes is that weird <laughs> but i'm not a pedophile we'll, we'll yeah. just play r kelly on repeat <laughs> we know we have a fan at the table <laughs> Mel probably doesn't know that, does she? Oh, so, oh no, we're gonna keep. All right, no, no, no. We've got to say this. So, a couple of years ago, was it? This oh, is was like seven years. Seven ago. years ago, something happened. Adam couldn't get into his fantasy football league team, and so Blake logged in and changed his team. So that name. I could draft, and he named it. R. Kelly is my favorite. <laughs> football team name for years has been R. Kelly is my favorite. This was this was pre This was pre jail. Like, jail and And I just crimes. forget to change it. So, so every year it's like, oh I'm so, playing R. Kelly's my favorite this week. Oh God, it's so funny. Oh man. Oh, Alright, I guess okay. I'm just buying a car now. Forget the forever ever ever land. <laughs> Just get April a nice car and move on. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. All right. All right, guys. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. No extra crew here, crew here tonight since it's a uh, post-draft podcast. They will be back, as always, when the season kicks up again. But thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Chat, And make sure you follow us and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah, I really wasn't even thinking Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>